Welcome to the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Well, welcome to another day in the coronavirus crisis. My name is Dave Stockbridge, and thanks so much for joining me on the Property Pulse podcast, where every episode I like to talk about the first principles of real estate, make it contextual to what's going on in and around us. And of course, what is affecting us all, it doesn't seem to matter where you are in the world right now, is the coronavirus. Uh, It is in itself a first principle. It is almost the thing that we need to consider before we consider all other things. And what occurred in Australia last night was that the Prime Minister announced that open inspections would be cancelled. Now, in many marketplaces around the world, that's not going to cause too much consternation. Uh, Most marketplaces are, by comparison to Australia, uh, quite low demand real estate markets. In other words, they don't have voluminous attendances, um, in which case by appointment work is probably the best better way to show property. Uh, Ultimately, if you don't have a lot of buyers around, the last thing you want to do is create a big opening time for no one to turn up to, or maybe, or worse still, one person, because then that one person knows they're the only ones that are interested. But in Australia, we've been fortunate for a long time to have enjoyed multiple attendances at open inspections. Of course, it's not always the case, and there are always those properties that have uh, been on the market a little bit longer than the, perhaps they should have been, that ultimately aren't attracting the same high level of attention as they would have in the first couple of weeks uh, on the market, but uh, naturally uh, have fizzled out somewhat. Now, you can get no one at some of those open inspections. And in the outer suburban regions of most uh, capital cities, that's indeed the dynamic. Similarly, in regional areas, it's also the dynamic where you'll have an open inspection and may only see one or two or none or three. It's not going to likely be 15 or 20 groups. So, this is um, this is interesting because for those marketplaces, the decree from the government last night made no difference whatsoever. But in the capital cities where multiple attendances are likely at open inspections, it does create somewhat uh, of a, a dilemma for real estate agents. Uh, for instance, on the weekend, I conducted 17 open inspections, six on Saturday, nine on Sunday. And there were several of those where there was over a dozen groups in attendance. Now, to get 12 groups through individually would obviously take a lot longer than 30 minutes. Um, and there's the drive time, there's the preparation, there's the uh, there's the time at the inspection. Uh, then, of course, then it's the returning back to the office or at the moment, we're, I'm working from home, so back to home. So all of that, that, that all, of course, makes a, to show one person potentially an hour or so. Now, if you're really smart about it and you had several people that wanted to look at the same time, then you'd look to stage that inspection, still providing a, a, a safe place for people to inspect property that's uh, hopefully coronavirus-free and uh, also a safe place for owner-occupiers to return to or tenants to return to because, you know, you we know that this virus lives long on hard surfaces. So if indeed those surfaces have been touched uh, or people have inadvertently come into contact with some of those uh, surfaces, that could be kitchen benches, it could be your cupboard doorknobs, it could be light switches, uh, any of these things can be just touched out of uh, almost habit. And, and inadvertently and with no no malicious intent whatsoever. But of course, we do know the ramifications of that could be dire. 
And so additional precautions do need to be made. But ultimately, you could stage, uh, say, over a half-hour period of time, which is a standard length for open inspection in our marketplace. Uh, some do do 20 minutes, Frank Franz. Some do do 20 minutes. I, on occasion, will do a 20-minute open inspection. Um, some do 45 minutes. Most will tend to do uh, a 30-minute open inspection. I think there's an opportunity to still run with very similar scheduling, but spacing buyers out, so affording seven to 10 minutes for each buyer. So instead of having perhaps 10, you might have three, but here's, here's the, the silver lining of that. I think it's fair to say that if you're a buyer in consideration mode right now, you might just hold off for a little bit just to see how things are going. I think it's also fair to say that there's a big chunk of people that were aspiring to buy a property and that were saving up that are now just looking to save their ass uh, so, and have lost their jobs and have lost their hours or their business has been shut down or there's a high degree of uncertainty about where they're at in life right now that didn't exist only a month or so ago. Now, those people are obviously not going to be entering the marketplace. I reckon that's a lot of people. I reckon that's probably a, almost half the people we see at the open inspections. Of course, there's a gestation period of, of a purchaser. You start off in consideration mode, looking online. Then you become physically engaged. You go to open inspections. You become hypersensitive of signboard activity in your area. You start to get across the market and get a, a solid understanding of values before you finally make that decision. And that whole process for most is a six to nine week process. Now, people just aren't going to be entering that process for a little while. I think they'll carry out way more due diligence online and be better prepared than any bunch of buyers before on the other side of this crisis and ready to transact. But I do think that there's an awful amount of buyers that are right now just wondering what the hell is going on. And they're going to stay put. They're not going to do anything. And, and naturally so. But there are people out there in transaction mode. Now, there's about 4% of Australia's adult population that are at any point in time in consideration of a move in real estate. 1%, that they're the people in transaction mode. So the one percenters, now that's going to that's contract on the buyer and seller side of things over the coming weeks. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. But we are going to find that those buyers that are out there now have got genuine intent to purchase and vendors that are going to uh, stay on the market, and I do advise vendors to stay on the market, uh, they, they're, going to enjoy, they're, they're going to enjoy, I think, more attention. I think this dynamic is great for home sellers. There's going to be less buyers, but those buyers won't notice because they're in the property in isolation because we have to. We can use inferred competition rather than actual competition as a tool in negotiation, effectively. And that can't be fact-checked by the buyer by going to the next open inspection. So the shrewd negotiators amongst us are already coming about their plans to deploy in the new paradigm. I hope you're enjoying some of these hints and tips. It was more practitional-based today. Um, I hope to bring you a little bit more on the auction side of things. Um, there's still not a lot of clarity on, over whether we're still permitted to auction outside of auction rooms and in a, an open space forum. Um, I can understand if not, though. 
but anyway, it's further clarity is probably required before I go uh, too much deeper down that particular rabbit hole. But I'm going to keep you updated with things now. Today was real Australia-specific, um, but um, uh, you can probably appreciate why. Um, I do suggest to everyone and anybody to you know really find those people are key influences. Uh, uh, sorry, key influence in your marketplace. Um, uh, follow those people on social media. Make sure you, you you're getting the absolute best. Those uh, agents that are spending more time at home at the moment. Uh, use that time well to develop your social media profile, develop content, share your thoughts. Um, it's exactly what I'm doing. It's been really warmly received. People genuinely appreciate uh, a familiar voice in a time of crisis and somebody who's outside of that uh, and offers perhaps a different perspective uh, that they wouldn't hear elsewhere. So be that voice for those people if you're a real estate agent. If you're a buyer and you have to buy, good luck. Um, I wish you all the very best. Um, these are difficult times. Be safe. That's the number one thing. And make sure you're organised. You know, certainly don't put yourself through uh, uh, the risk associated with doing anything outside at the moment if you're not going to get your finance, if you're not 100% sure you can go forward with the process. So get yourself genuinely organised. The agents are going to ask you. They're going to qualify you. Uh, so make sure that you are ready because otherwise, why would they risk going outside at the moment if there's potentially not a sale at the end of it? They're not going to be babysitting you, that's for sure. They're there to make money and they need to now because those opportunities that would have prevailed uh, for them to make money are quickly drying up. So they're my thoughts for the day and I'll look forward to bringing you more tomorrow. Thanks, guys. The Property Pulse podcast is designed for anybody who's dealing in real estate, whether you're buying or selling, expanding upon your portfolio, or perhaps you're a real estate agent and you're just looking for helpful hints and tips that will accelerate your success in real estate. Well, I hope you found a home on the podcast. And if you have, please subscribe to stay tuned to all new episodes as they become available. 